Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. All right, so we were just barely getting into mission, right? Like you're, yeah. you, you never, we talked, you didn't talk about your freshman year of college. So you went to Utah State. Yeah. Okay. Why did I go to Utah State? <laughs> I don't remember. Because you went to Utah State. <laughs> okay. Because I did everything you did. <laughs> it was fun though. Yeah. Was, yeah. So basically, I mean, more than that, but like Justin was going to be there. Like I knew Mark a little bit. Yeah. Joel and uh, Paul were there. So like I knew people there, and like you had gone there, everybody liked it. I liked the campus a lot too yeah. when I went to visit it. I really, I think it's the only college I even applied to because I wasn't really that concerned about. Yeah, you were like me, like I was who like, cares? I'm just, yeah, I'm just gonna go for a year. I'm gonna do my generals and I'm gonna go on my mission. But that, like, we gotta touch, we gotta touch a little bit on our dad, a little bit, because <laughs> he kind of like. So our dad is a very like out there, like with how he thinks and how he lives life. Some of it's very beneficial. A lot of it really, like, what the hell are you teaching us? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, like, for me, for college, it was just go. It's just so, it's social. That's it. You just want to go have fun, get C's, pass your courses, which, in hindsight, <laughs> may be the best advice he ever gave me. Yeah. Maybe he did know a couple <laughs> of things about life, and he just comes across crazy because the whole world's crazy, and he's actually normal. Well, it just depends on what route you want to take. So if you're going to go into business and stuff and like basically we all went into sales and you can do yeah. sales with or without a degree. Yep. It doesn't matter where you go or where you get your degree and it can help you get your foot in the door. But if you actually like push your kids to have ambitions to be like doctors or lawyers or something where you actually need to prepare in high school yep. to do it, that's completely different. Yeah. So I think he set us up fine for becoming salespeople like we became. Yeah. But I think we also could have done more. It's so like, and that's what's so like, it's so funny when you think about it though. Cause it's like, I look back and it's like, it would have been nice to have a little bit more guidance. Yeah. Like Somebody when I was, just encouraging you to do anything with your life. But at the same time, like who gets to figure out their path? Like nobody's telling you anything. So you're just like in college, everybody's got these like, I'm going to be a dentist. I'm going to yeah. be a doctor. And you're like, me too. <laughs> I'm going to be that too. That's why I said forever. I was like, I'm going to be a dentist too. I even got enrolled in like dentist classes. And I was every like, Mormon does I was like, this sucks. Like, this is the worst. And then I like worked with a dentist, started pulling teeth. It was disgusting. There was like gross smells and blood everywhere. Yeah. I was like, how am I going to do this? And then go like eat lunch. It's not as glamorous as they make it seem. But my point <laughs> is like, so Somebody could have, like, pushed you. But I think if you get pushed into, like, being a doctor or a dentist or something because of, like, it's part of the family history. Everybody's a doctor. Yeah. They could end up being miserable. Yeah. So it's, like, I, so basically I just want to go back to what you were saying. So continue with your thought. But that's yeah. my thought. I'm not really mad at the fact that I didn't have, like, a goal in mind when I went into college or, like, direction. Yeah. I figured I'd probably figure it out. And, like, my main thing was is I was always taught my whole life being Mormon growing up is, like, if you do the right things and, like, you follow blessed. God, then you'll be blessed and it'll all work out. Yeah. And I 
believe that. I believe that too. I believe it a hundred percent. Like oh, it's nothing so can go wrong us. as long as I keep the commandments. Pay your tithing. And if I you re- pay your tithing, yeah. you'll have so much money you don't even know what to do with you'll it. You'll never have to worry about financial issues. Like I guarantee <laughs> if I pay my tithing, I'm gonna be down ten percent, a hundred percent. That's a guarantee. If I give you ten percent, I don't have that ten percent anymore. Yeah. So but yeah, you, I have, I have get another hundred percent. I have different thoughts on tithing now <laughs> yeah. than what I did back then. But yeah, I mean that's the kind of the way that you think when you're taught that your whole life. Yeah. So all I thought was I just have to get my general courses out of the way my freshman year yeah. at Utah State. Must be one of them trulies over there. Utah State was great, by the way, for me because it was the first time I was on my own. Like I didn't really see Justin that much. You were gone. Yeah. And like I really became me. And, like, people really started, like, appreciating me for me. Yeah, you, like, grew up a lot that year. Yeah. And I was, like, a fun person. Like, I started yeah. playing the guitar. And You like, were good. You had, like, really come out of your shell a lot. Yeah. So I gained a ton of confidence that year. Met a lot of cool people. Um, and you were, like, at that point, like, a very good catch. Like, your acne's gone. Ryan's, like, very handsome. He's very, <laughs> very, very good looking. He's, like... You could put it. You could plug him in like to a Hollywood movie. He could be like a Brad. He's almost like a Brad Pitt, like a Leo DiCaprio. Well, like, very, very good looking guy. If I would have listened to Dad's instruction when I was in high school, I could yeah. have been a Calvin Klein underwear model. You should have. That was you and Marky Mark. That was the direction. You and Justin Bieber. You could have been the next Brett Favre, and I could have been the next Calvin and Klein. I never Klein threw a football. Model. I never played football, but I could have been Brett Favre. That was, I mean, I thought it was good advice. I was 140 pounds, but hard. <laughs> and I was like 130-pound <laughs> underwear model. So, yeah. So, I mean, I... I so, grew, yeah, so your confidence is like I started, good. I started working out, like yeah. lifting, actually getting muscle and stuff because I was always super scrawny. So, like, I actually started becoming, like, a person that somebody actually might want to date. And you were, like, <laughs> somebody... Like, I, I came home from my mission... And I saw you, and the roles had reversed. Like, I looked at you like, Brian's cool. Like, he's got his stuff. So, like, remember I bought the choker? You had the choker? Yeah. And I started to do the stuff that you were doing. Yeah. So, like, you had figured yourself out enough that I got back, and I was like, hmm. Yeah. I like what Ryan's doing. Yeah, so I, I think that was, like, <laughs> one of my overall happiest years, just because, like, there was no pressure I knew I was going to go on a mission, so there was no real, like, expectations of anything else. That was one of my happiest years, too, my freshman year. Yeah. All my, I didn't have, it was a different experience, but pretty much the same. Yeah, I lived in the dorms. Yeah. Hung out with people all the time from, like, both dorms. Yeah, make, like, like amazing friends. Yeah, I got snowboarding passes to Beaver Mountain and went, like, twice a week. Utah, if you're, like, Mormon and, like... Even if you're, like, halfway Mormon, Utah State's awesome. It's so fun. You will love, like, you could be not Mormon and go to Utah State and have the best college experience ever. Yeah. And it's fun because there's no social pressure to drink. I kind of like that. Like, there weren't the bars. Yeah. And so we went out and, like, went ice blocking. Yeah. played board you made, games. You made your own fun. I played Capture the Flag. We did, like, projectors on the back of the... I remember I used to take my couch down the stairs, put it on the back side of my apartment complex. Uh-huh. And then do a projector on the building. We yeah. watch movies at night. So you had to be creative. Yeah. And like you really did fun, fun, like fun stuff. Yeah, and there was no cell phones at that time. I didn't even have a cell phone my freshman year. Yeah. I didn't get a cell phone until after I got home from my mission. Me either. When I was like 23 or something. And it's just like fun because you were always just hanging out 
like yeah. looking for the next fun thing to do. And like you had like volleyball courts like right outside the dorms, and then we had like the so basements fun. that were just built that had like big screen TVs and pool tables and ping pong tables. That was after you left, I think. Yeah, mine, mine were pretty shitty. Yeah, so they just redid the whole basement. The whole rooms and everything were still terrible. Yeah, sorry for saying shitty, Mom. <laughs> I like the word shitty, though. <laughs> he, he meant poopy. Poopy. Yeah, very poopy. Poopy. <laughs> so, yeah, that was awesome. And then I, again, I just assumed I was going to go on a mission, so I submitted my papers, uh, like you talked about before. Talk, like, talk about, because, like, most of my listeners probably aren't Mormon. Yeah. So, like, you submit your papers. What does that mean? I think you talked about it on your, like, Mormon so, episodes. I feel like I'm gaining, like, followers, and so, like, a lot of people haven't listened to my early ones, maybe. Yeah. So, what does it mean to submit your So, basically, paperwork? it's, like, the application to go on a mission. Yeah. So, you just say that you're willing to volunteer. Okay. Which, by the way, you volunteer, and then you fund it. So, you no one's <laughs> no one's paying you to go out and you're like paying. give up two years and like teach the gospel you're paying for but it but you're getting so many blessings luckily, for doing that luckily um we had our grandma and grandpa would yeah they helped uh, they, uh, they paid for my mission so that that's was, so nice that was very nice of them because i had money saved up that i was hoping to use at least some of it for it yeah but they helped with that so i was able to use it for other things um but yeah you submit your papers and basically you, you put on Things like if you speak any other languages, like from high school, um, if you have any allergies or like whatever they ask you, um, and then you send that off to who knows to where the, Salt Lake to the City, headquarters, where all the where it gets reviewed and they're like Ryan, and they go they can't check your Facebook or anything at this point because yeah. that doesn't exist. So it's all in your application. What you putting at like I took three years of Spanish. Yeah, they're like, where'd you go? So they, yes. So they review it. So you send it to them, they review it. I don't know the whole process that goes on with that. But then you get a letter in the mail, and everybody's mm-hmm. always so excited. And then it's like it. this big gathering. Like, we didn't have FaceTime, so you couldn't FaceTime. Yeah. So you do a phone call from your apartment phone. Yep. And you put, I don't even know if you can put it on speaker at this point. Yeah, I think we had it on speaker. I think mine was just a phone, like a Mickey Mouse. Um, so I would ha- I'd have my friends around. I remember yeah. when I did mine, I was in the dorm. This is probably the same experience. <laughs> I was oh. in New York when I opened mine. Okay. With at mom's house. I'll just do mine real quick. I was with my friends. I picked up the phone, opened it up, blah, 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 Guatemala. Yay, hang up, and then I went back to paintball. <laughs> you were at your dorm? Yeah. Yeah. And we so... just started shooting paintballs <laughs> at each other. And he was like, where's Guatemala? And I was like, who really cares? It's paintball. I don't care. I'm going yeah. to Guatemala. So did you, you went on your mission like during that summer? Like right when you? Yeah, so I went June. Like I was like out okay. of college into the MTC. Yeah, so I submitted mine late because there was some worthiness. How dare you? You did stuff with girls. There was some worthiness Dude, things what? that I had to clear up, which pushed my. What's this? What's the worthiness? What does that mean? Tell me so about this. When you go on a mission as a Mormon as well. You have to be temple recommend worthy. Okay. I talked about this before too, but... And so they have a list of questions that they go over just to make sure that you are spiritually pure. Yeah, because if you touch touch some boobies, your spirit, it flies away. It's gone. (laughs) So yeah, there's a lot of things like alcohol and drugs and women and Booby touching. And yeah, booby touching is frowned upon. (laughs) 
Like there were some things that I didn't even think of as like a big deal, but they were a big enough deal for me to have to wait a couple months. Yeah. So to, a couple months. So like you, this is considered late, a couple months. That's the kind of pressure you have on you though. Like turn 19, gold mission. Yeah. Yeah. So it's essentially the next step. So men are expected to go on missions. Right? Yeah. Right when they turn 19. Now it's 18. Just like when they're eight years old, they're expected to get baptized. Now it's 18. Imagine that. Choice. So yeah, now it's 18 and now so when you don't even get that first year of college out of high school from your parents' house into the mission field, knocking doors, you don't even get a glimpse yeah. of the world anymore. And like we just talked about, that was like our best year for both of us. Yeah. Well, we were like, like, I felt like I grew up a lot. I always talk about high school. Sorry. I totally. Can you keep your train of thought? You're good. Yeah. You got it. Uh-huh. So I always, I forgot what I was going to say about <laughs> <laughs> something about something. What yeah. were you just saying? Well, I was trying to think of what I was talking about. Oh, no. So <laughs> I was, we were talking it? about mission papers, and then we were talking about yeah. the worthiness questions. The worthiness. Then so if you think it. about it, you come back. All right, go. You talk. So anyway, it got pushed back, but the thing that sucked about it getting pushed back is that I was planning on going like you did, like right after I got out of college. Yeah. And then going, but I had to wait the whole summer before I could leave and then I didn't leave until September after the next school year had started so you remember I came to your classes so tell them about I got back from my mission so remember how like weird I was so weird but I was like still fun yeah I went on my mission and stayed Tyler but changed like a little bit yeah but then I came back and I was like Mr. Fucking weirdo man yeah so I went to New York for the summer yeah that was I came back to New York and then I was leaving out of, like, you go to the MTC, the training center, yeah. where you learn Spanish. Where did you go? To San Fernando. But you went, when did you go to the mission? From New York? September. So, no, so I, I was going to the training center, so I went to Utah before I had to leave, because I was dating a girl in college. Oh, yeah. And so I went back, because she was at Utah State still, and you guys were all starting the year, and I had, like, a month. Yeah. After school started, so I went and like stayed with you, and then just like hung out. Oh yeah, and you went to my. We're talking about how you went to my classes. Yeah. So then I, I had nothing to do because yeah. I was just waiting. <laughs> You'd come to my sit in my because I had like two or three classes with Stephanie who you were dating. Yeah. So I would go. I'd have classes with her, and then you'd come sit with us. Yeah. Remember, I had that one Chinese teacher, uh-huh. and he couldn't the speak math. English. That was the math and, class, right? And I was like trying to be Mister like King of the Universe with my grades. Remember? Uh-huh. So I was up front, and I was like, "What's this guy saying? I can't understand one thing he's saying." And I was just laughing. So you're in the back drawing pictures of Fernandez. Remember? Chad Fernandez. Chad Fernandez. The shirt that I, was it your shirt or my shirt? It's yours. All you would do, you'd sit in my classes and just draw, and he wasn't part of the class. So all of us are trying to take notes, and Ryan's in the back drawing this little circle fireball man. Yeah, <laughs> his name's Chad Fernandez. T-shirt that I had, Chad Fernandez on it. So I was drawing him. So you're just in my classes because you had to, because of worthiness issues. Yeah, you had to wait to go on your mission. Yeah. So then, like, you kind of wasted some of your life because mm-hmm. now if you leave in September, you come back in September. Yeah. So you miss another start of the school year. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I was just lingering. Like, yeah, I had linger nothing to longer. do. No point. The linger longer. <laughs> so, so yeah, I did that. I went to some of your classes with you, hung out. It was, it was fun. And then I left on the mission, went to the MTC, which is in Provo, Utah, where you get trained. Yeah. You're there for, I think it was three weeks. And then they send you off. I got my call when I was in New York, 
opened it up and I was going to San Fernando, California, Fernando. which I had never heard of before. And I was Spanish speaking, so I was like thinking San Francisco when I it first was read like, it. It was a manifestation. You were drawing Fernandez, Chad Fernandez, <laughs> yeah. and then you got called to San Fernando. Uh, well, I'd already called, been called oh, at that point. Okay. But yeah. I had the Chad Fernandez shirt already. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, so then I went on my mission. I went to MTC. MTC, MTC is, what's the MT? God, this is so confusing. Well, so I was saying, the training. Yeah, so, the, so we go there. You went there for two months. Uh, yeah. Out of Provo, yeah. So you went to so we go to Provo. So people that are speaking languages go for two months. Two Provo, I was thinking three weeks, but yeah. So they have different months. mission training centers. They have one in Provo. I know they have one like in Brazil. Yeah, Guatemala had one. Do they most, have them all over? Most of them go to Provo, but I think there's few in other places as well. Because Guatemala, I think Guatemala had its own. Yeah. So you go to the mission training center and then you get shipped. So what do you like? But you got you had to go to the temple. When did you go to the temple? Went to the temple in New York. So you went to the... T- was the temple a live ceremony you went to? No. It was a... Video. Regular one, yeah. Okay. So, that experience for you. So when you went through <laughs> oh, that... Do you remember what I went through <laughs> for the first time the night before? When we were talking about York? the baker's hats and stuff? <laughs> when we were Cooking talking meals. about... Like, we were talking about like, the ceremony. Yeah. And like we were dancing around the <laughs> kitchen counter. Like acting like we were like Indians performing some kind of tribal ceremony. <laughs> I was not ready at all to do what I was about <laughs> what to did, do. I didn't tell you about it. I seriously didn't like warn you. No, like this is bizarre. Because people, the Mormons are taught <laughs> to not talk about it. But I would joke about it. We would joke, but you wouldn't really tell me what it was actually so, like. Because I remember like I would joke in front of mom with you. And mom's like, Tyler. Yeah. Tyler. So, we kind of just like. That's mom's voice. We weren't being, like, malicious about it or anything. Like, we were just joking because I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. So I was, like, expecting the worst possible thing ever. Mm. And, like, thinking, like, it was going to be, like, this huge ritual ceremony, like, sacrifices. And, yeah. like, just kind of, like, overplaying it. So to you, so it was actually more normal. So it wouldn't be as weird when I actually went in. Mm. But I just remember that the night before I met New York House, we were just, like... Dying, laughing, just talking about. Hey, yo, 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 Which just shows, like, I had no, hey, oh, yay, oh, yay. I had no business doing what I was about to do that next day. No, so you didn't. I went in. You make all these promises for the rest of your life that yeah. you're gonna do. Specific. They make you stand up and they say, "Bow your head and say yes." They make you. <laughs> you have to do it. And then there's so much social pressure on you, like you're sitting there and you want to be like. Excuse me, I would like to say no. Can I say no? And they're like, if you do this, is gonna be awkward if you stand up because everybody's sitting here looking at you. Yeah. Right? So it's awkward. Like, I don't want to get into too much detail. Yeah, stuff. I do. I like detail, but I'll stay away for a moment. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, I still have the fear of people that I know yeah. being upset. But Sorry to Brian's people. Oh, you're fine. But yeah, it's just, it wasn't something that I was really prepared to do. I was yeah. just doing it because I was supposed to do it. Like I did everything else leading up to that point. So I did it. I didn't think it was weird just because like everybody else that I knew and like loved had done it. Yeah. And because they had done it and they didn't think it was weird apparently. Uh-huh. I didn't think it was I weird. I didn't even tell you it was weird, right? Yeah. Apparently. I don't think so. Apparently. Because at that point you were still like Mr. Mission Guy. You just got yeah. home. And I had gone, like, because I was a zone leader in my mission for a long time. Yeah. So I was going to the temple all the time. Yeah. So, so then, yeah, I went into the MTC. You're there for two months. You go to the temple every single week. You're there. 
Yeah, I forgot and about that. And then you memorize everything that's ever said. Say everything. No. Say all of it. No. Do you remember so it? it Do was... you remember it, though? Yeah. So could you say it all? I could say most of it. So you could still get into heaven. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So... <laughs> So yeah, so basically when you're in the MTC, it's like you wake up in the morning like in cold sweats. Like, what the hell am I doing? Because you wake up at like six in the morning. Yeah. And then you're studying the scriptures and language for how many hours do we do it a day? Like literally from the time you wake up at like six so in the morning to the time bedtime. you go to bed. And you don't have any time for fun. They give you, one, I got one hour to do gym. Yeah. They, they, we did like soccer in like the, the park in front of the temple yeah. or whatever. So, like, there was gym time. But then you had, like, you were so depressed. <laughs> so, when it was time to go? Because you're around just dudes, like, no more girls. Yeah. No more masturbating. No more having fun with anything. So, you're like, the f- what did I just sign up for? So, then you get this hour where you get a workout. And then you had the cafeteria food. I just remember, like, this food is my new love. This is the only thing I like in life. You remember French toast sticks? I, just, I would down the French toast sticks, but I get those... The, what are they? The long donuts? Uh-huh. Sinclair. Uh, what are they called? Eclair? The Eclairs. So I would eat like three of those. Uh-huh. I remember I got so many zits because I was so stressed. I was like, why am I here? I got all fat. But then I just kept this like, this is amazing attitude. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I was supposed to, but I was dying. Well, I used, like I was super stressed. Plus I was going through like leaving my girlfriend which was really hard for me yeah as well as doing all this other stuff so i was having like just like emotional battles like every morning i wake up and i just have to like write in my journal and like try to convince myself that i was doing the right thing and like instead of like eating like you did (laughs) i like went to like working out like running and like sit-ups and push-ups did you have time to do all that like whenever I got a chance, yeah. Like so I stayed pretty out. skinny, like my whole mission, because like I use that as like my vice. Yeah, me and you both um, got pretty fit, like our yeah. freshman years. And I was like super skinny when I got home from my mission, like in pretty good shape. Yeah, I was doing like that um, yeah, you military did your workout, thing. workout program or whatever. But I was like dedicated. I did like a really good job on what I feel like on my mission. Yeah, like, I felt like I was out there, so I might as well be there. Yeah, that's what I did. And like, doing the best of like. You were in a situation, so you could either like have like a bad experience, yeah. or you could have a pleasant experience. And I felt like at the time I believed it enough to yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't feeling guilty like teaching people about it. But you got doubts always. Yeah, so I was. Yeah, I never had like the super like revealing testimony where I was just like, "There's no way this isn't true." Yeah. But I had enough fuzzy feelings to think like. This is That's not the best. This is the right thing. When I go to chemo, when I was going to chemo sessions with Tucker, uh-huh. they had Buzzy the D. So you push the button, and you put it above his arm, and then you get like blood drawn through his vein. Uh-huh. So you'd hold Buzzy here. But yeah. that's I always thought about it like it's the spirit. <laughs> Tucker's feeling the spirit right now. Yes, yeah, so I, I just think I've gotten to the point where you can convince yourself that anything's the spirit. But you feel it like the spirit. I feel like is just like. It's just a good... Yeah, if you do good things, you'll feel what they call the spirit. Yeah. Or somebody else might call something different. Yeah. But the fact that you go on a mission, you're not thinking about yourself for a full two years. Like, there's a lot of benefits to it. And I met some of my best friends, like, on my mission that I'm still friends with now. 
and there's a lot of things that I really liked about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it like derailed my life from. Like, yeah. But like you're saying, it definitely like derailed your life. But then like that feeling of the spirit, you know, like there's like adrenaline junkies. Yeah. Like you did, you did have that spiritual feeling enough that it was like I can justify this because it makes me feel good like this number of times per week type thing. Yeah. And so sometimes it'd be like months without it but then you feel it and you're like this is what life's all about but people in religion have a hard time replacing that feeling with like other good things I feel like yeah well I think that's true and I think you mature a lot but I think you're forced to become an adult way faster than you should yeah so you felt like you got kind of derailed so I remember like my freshman year of college like thinking the world was my oyster and Mm -hmm. like being excited about life and like all the opportunities And then I remember, like, my mission, all it did, like, there was a lot of good things, but it really just, like, narrows your whole mindset. And it's just, like, instead of all this endless possibilities, it's now now I'm going to get married when I get home. Have kids. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to make these these covenants when I get married. And make enough money to support all And I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. So I felt like that was my only focus when I got back. So I never... So that was, like... So that was your focus, but then, like, so it's, like, you have this, like, super laser focus on, like, this thing that they're making you do now. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing about, like, your experiences and, like, your life is I feel like sometimes, like, with the JV soccer, it's just, like, this sucks, but enough time goes by and you make sense of it and you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Then you're on your mission and you're, like, this kind of sucks, whatever, I'm going to enjoy it. And now you go down this other path and it's, like... Like, what you got out of it, like, with Allie and then, like, your three daughters yeah. and, like... like so, it didn't derail it in a bad that's way. That's what I'm it saying. It just derailed what I thought Which, what my exactly. life would have been. Exactly. So, it just narrow, narrowed the focus. I got home. I basically... All I cared about my next year of college, instead of caring about still what I was going to do with my whole life... Yeah. All I cared about was dating and meeting the right person. Yep. Because I felt like I'd lived worthily enough... And then the you're person. you're in like a competition with the people you want a mission with yeah. to get married faster because it proved that you were like desirable. Yeah, so I dated some girls that I really had no business dating. Like I yeah. didn't really like them that much. And they didn't really like me that much. I dated, and I was like trying to force one girl that was super nice, and then Jamie. Yeah, that was it. So I dated probably like ten different girls. Like yeah, tens at least. Like at least she did ten. Like, that's, like, one or two dates for some of them, and then some of them for longer. Like, at least I felt like I narrowed down more or less what I was looking for. I didn't just jump right into something right away. But still, like, compared to most people, I was still dating Allie, like, a little over a year after I got off my mission. Yeah. Or maybe, like, a year and a half. So, yeah, so I dated girls, and basically the only reason I dated them was not to, like, enjoy, but, like, to find out who my wife was going to be. Yeah, so then, like, you went out with Allie, had a blast. Yeah. You guys, what was it, you guys met at, like, a basketball game? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I was dating another girl at the time. We were on the ups and downs the whole time that we yeah. were together. Um, so I won't go much into that. <laughs> but we were on the outs that night. Yeah. Like, we were supposed to go to the basketball game together. She ended up going... But with some other guy. Yeah. I saw her there with that guy, and I was like, this is 
stupidest thing ever. So then I was just there because like I didn't have anything else to do, and like my other friends were going to the game, and I was planning on going anyway. Yeah. Um, so I just went with them, and then like I sat on the aisle, and then there was three friends, and then Allie and her friend. Okay. So my f- other friend got Allie's number during the game. Yeah. And then invited them to hang out, so I didn't meet Allie at the game, even though I saw her there. Yeah. And then we all hung out afterward. Is when okay. I met Allie. So like, then we um, hung out pretty much like every day after that. Yeah, because like, Allie's like, she's probably one of like the most attractive girls that was at Utah State. Yeah, so it was weird because she was like really attractive, but she didn't act like an attractive girl. Yeah, she was like, that's like kind of the cool thing a little bit about the church is like you're raised to be super like, <laughs> and this is so sad, Yeah. but you're almost raised to be like, insecure because you don't even know your self like worth yeah and so like you go into this world thinking like you like have so many limited beliefs like you did she did yeah but then like they have this like they should have this confidence like yeah but they don't which is kind of like endearing though well it kind of is for some people but the girls that i dated before ali didn't act like that yeah like, they kind of acted like they were all that. Yeah, and she was, like, down to earth. And it was just so weird because she was cuter than anybody else I, probably that I had dated up to that point. And she, like, worshipped me, like, right away. And I was yeah. like, what? There's got to be something wrong with this girl. <laughs> and there wasn't. I mean, obviously, we dated <laughs> not for a very long time. We rushed, How long did you date? We rushed into engagement. Because you couldn't have sex before marriage. Yeah. So. And because you were like, that was something important to you, I know. That was a big thing. Um, we got engaged. We met in November. We were engaged by April. Jeez. The next year. Married by August. That's crazy. And then... You're crazy, man. Three kids later, we got three great kids. I mean, things have worked out pretty much as good as yeah, they you got, could. like... You're one of the lucky ones. Like, you're one of the ones that, like, got trapped in this mess, and then you picked, like... Like, I feel like you seriously got... Like she's just been very supportive, yeah, like, for everything that you've gone through, and so, but that's part of it. Like yeah. I feel like some people just you you don't get like a lot of support sometimes when you need it. Yeah. So yeah, it's like that "Catch Me If You Can" dad where he says two mice fell into a bucket of cream. Mm. One gave up and drowned, and the other turned his way until he turned it into butter and climbed out. <laughs> Is down. that what's his name? Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. Ah, we got to do one more section. Part three is coming. Bye.